Jasmine Sullivan. Yeah, child. Jasmine. I just want to post some questions. There's some crazy shit. I need to know who's following me. True. Girl. Not a, a lot of them people might be saying shit for clout, too. Even though they anonymous. You know, people do anything for celebrities. Now, homegirl who got her boyfriend paying the <laughs> mortgage, she might be kind of smart. <laughs> smart. She's smart. Okay. I said, damn, this bitch. She bought that house so whole years ago. I'm like, oh, is this? You're a scammer, ma'am. And I ain't even mad at your ass. That's called investment strategy, okay? Sis has come with a plan. Save your coin. Because what you're not going to be doing is stand up in my house for free. <laughs> That's what, that what Sis said. This my house. You ain't you ain't stand here for free. Tell me How about my that? house off. That's cool. You going to pay this rent, though. How about that? Yeah. So then when I'm and sleeping. clear this, she bought the house herself. <laughs> Sis could afford the house herself. That's her spending money. She ain't slick. <laughs> She ain't slick at all. The that's question is, did she know. make him pay the whole mortgage? No, that's because she did say that was splitting. But what is the split? Like, what did you tell him the rent was? Exactly. Because mortgage ain't, I mean, especially like if she done refinanced or whatever, like that mortgage ain't what rent payments are. It's not. It's a profit in there. This man probably telling folks, oh, me and my girl, me and my lady, we got this nice little townhouse together. Homie got got. <laughs> Homie got got. And I ain't mad at sis. Get yes, your man. fucking coins, yo. That was the one secret where I had to applaud that lady. Good job. Get your coins. Bitch, you did a good job. Bitch, you did a good job. <laughs> Somebody said they was messing with the granddaddy. For the inheritance. I missed that one. I said, now that's just nasty. Child, this with the granddaddy for the inheritance. I was like, so who gonna get the inheritance? She is her and her coach is what's gonna get the inheritance. So she she okay. thinks she got to get written in the will. Yeah, she laying down. She doing some type of tricks in that bedroom. You done confirm yeah. something. Welcome back. You are listening to the Air is Dope Up Here podcast. Join us every Tuesday as we navigate through the misconceptions of adulthood while still enjoying our sisterhood through traveling, creating, and getting shit done. AID family, we are rounding out season two. Yes, I said it. We officially have three more episodes left. I can't even burn, 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 like I want to because my sinuses, because <laughs> my sinuses are acting up and I don't like that. But we are here. We are here. How do you guys feel that season two is almost oh, over? It's crazy because we, we just celebrated one year crazy to yeah. even imagine been doing this for a whole year. Yeah, it, it was all a dream. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're literally. Here. <laughs> yeah. That's big facts. Yeah. I don't know. It feels weird. Like I feel like it happened over the course of us trying to get season two out. The fact that we <laughs> made it this far. Thanks. I think we should pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> Because I definitely agree. Whew, it was rough. 
these past few months have really tested all of us in many different ways. Yeah. And I'm just glad that where we are seeing the over the hump. other side and kind of getting over the hump prayerfully, crazy comes up. But I'm just glad that we're in it. We stuck with it, even through all the trials and tribulations, child. Child. Talk about the storm. That's what it was. The storm is over now. I was just Nigga, you know me. Bless us with, bless us with a little bit. Just a, you see how she got I ain't gonna do too much. A little tight. <laughs> a little tight. I don't know. Mm. I feel like it's almost bittersweet. It is. I don't know. I think because things were so crazy this year for us. Like last year, we was just going, going, going. This year, it was a, it was literally a fight to get to where we're at right now. Mm. I don't think a lot of people realize it. Yeah. Like we had to fight for this. True, true. It was yeah. real. We lost. Yeah. <laughs> we had lost. Yeah, get holding on. We gonna do this or not? <laughs> oh Lord! But we here. Mm. It was rough. But we here, absolutely, and I'm glad we made it. Me too. Me too. I'm glad we made it. What I'm not glad about is the foolishness <laughs> that we've been seeing on social media. I, I, I don't know. said a foolishness. It's so much different. It's levels to the foolishness. I think I think we up there high and mighty with this level of foolishness. Uh-oh. Okay. And this foolishness is regarding the men and, and how they deal with rejection. Yeah, that's foolish. It's it's getting very. Uh, it ain't safe out here in these streets. Let me say that much. I think we're seeing more and more people coming forward and just being very transparent in their stories of like what they've had to endure just mm-hmm. by expressing a no, right? And and it, or how Nico likes to tell us all the time. Inserting my boundaries. I know we've talked about the topic of dating in the past, but what we really haven't really had opportunity to touch on mm-hmm. is just navigating through it. Because now we've, we've talked about dating on the internet and dating apps, and we've just talked about just our dating lives in general, but more so, we just haven't talked about really the relationship mm-hmm. between a man and a woman as it relates to our boundaries and what that looks like because now we see that people are talking about if when a guy asks me for my number at first it's all cute until i say oh i'm not interested and then guys will be like well i can be your friend well i don't i'm not interested in having a friend and then that's when it turns then you choose violence you know what i'm saying now you want to hit me in my face or call me out my name but it made me kind of think about like when we was in college like the way that men dealt with rejection then wasn't that safe if you think about it because back then well what i not, I didn't personally go through it, but I saw my friends go through it where if you decided to reject a dude, then now you have a, this narrative or this impression on campus. Mm. Instead of just them just accepting that, oh, she don't want to deal with me. The narrative is going to be something that makes them look like they want oh. up you. Oh, that's interesting. I don't know that I've ever had that experience or have any friends that have. I, th- I think more so just name calling. All right, I don't want to talk to you no way. Um, use a lie because you want to say yeah. nothing at the first place. 
Right. Like, how you gonna call right. me big head? You you <laughs> want this big head number, boo? <laughs> I had a y'all remember that dude that had used to wear that blue jean jacket with his face airbrushed on the back? Y'all remember him? Bro. Yes. Yes, yes like that. Yes. So we were at exactly. we were at the phone party. Whoa! You sure your age? You take this way big. Look, I know. <laughs> Don't tell all the secrets, please. He, he like grabbed me in a way when I said I didn't. I'm trying to think if he asked me to dance or did he ask for my number? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't remember who was there to kind of step in, but um, unfortunately, that did kind of played into the stereotype that African men are aggressive. And I kind of stuck with that for a while. And after going to Ghana, what was that, two years ago, I was like, Lord, I've been missing out all my life because of that one pregnant (laughs) Negro. Lord, I've been missing out. Bro, that's it. It's over. Man. Them Ghanaian men, that's a whole nother episode. We'll talk about that another day. Nigga, it's the so eyebrows it the men because I don't me. think you realize your eyebrows be right. telling the truth. <laughs> it was, yeah. I'm jealous. I want to go for real. Now I got to add the men to that my list. That's why I want to list anyway. <laughs> I've never experienced where it like had a negative impact on my reputation, but I have definitely been cussed out more times than I can count for being like, no, no, thank you. Not interested. No. Um, And that for me started at high school. Before I even got to college, of course, you know, we got to college. Everybody know the locals. And, and Child, baby, don't let me they will cuss you up, down, backwards, and forwards if you don't want to talk to them. And so I just, you know, I never, I try not to, because that's not a me issue, that's a you issue, right? Right. But I definitely have experience like, know right now or is it going to be a problem if I don't and I'm like looking around to see if anybody can be there to see what happens or step in Mm -hmm. if something goes crazy like I definitely have had those moments I definitely been snatched up before um we know it's not all men in a conversation about all men we're not blankets making you know blanket statements saying that every man is this way but there's a particular group of men that are this is very specific to Mm -hmm. right and i also think it's a i think this topic is more so really about awareness because i think once i think as we dive into this conversation if there are men listening to this particular episode, they may be like, oh, well, damn, I did that. And I didn't recognize mm-hmm. that it came off a certain mm-hmm. way. That's what it's truly about. It's I think it's about awareness between yeah. the dynamics of a man and woman, whether it's the platonic status, or whatever it may be, right? Um, I can't hear that part. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Y
I be checking my homeboys. They be like, Tiffany, you, <laughs> yes, nigga, you're wrong. <laughs> and I meant it. I said what I said. Growing up, my cousins in my immediate circle were bullies. So I was always, that was my problem. Let me, let me be completely honest with the people. Tiffany has always mm-hmm. been with the shits. And what I mean by with the shits was if you was dishing it out, maybe I was bringing it back. <laughs> Man, low, low. Okay, I done dug your ass <laughs> eight feet under. Do you hear me? Buried your ass. <laughs> Just low. So I guess I've always been defensive with guys in general, but that's, that's a whole nother conversation as to why I was like that when I was younger. Um, I would just ignore people. Like, you know how some people would be like, oh, no, thank you, or whatever. I would ignore people. As I became as I became a woman, then I started expressing my no. But when I was younger, I wasn't expressing my no. I would just eat, I would just eat you, you know? So my friends was treated i think also made me not want to have the conversation because i recognize like people are not going to just accept what you bring in so go to the next level let me just not say nothing at all so that was my approach mm-hmm. um as i got older and especially when i first moved to dc and i was on my own you know i was young i'm in this new city all by myself i definitely got i got it a lot and that's when I really was like, is it a, for me, I was like, well, saying, so, you know, cause now I'm engaging with people and, um, I left real quick and it, it's unfortunate because nowadays it's to the people have become so careless in people's emotions. They're not people are choosing to take your life. Like what once would be like a quick back and forth type of conversation mm-hmm. could possibly lead to me losing my life because I yeah, chose to tell you I'm not interested in you. And I think that's what's becoming scary about what we're witnessing. Like we've seen it change over the years, but now it's literally getting to a point where our lives are in danger because we're because right. of our choices. Right. That's what it is. I definitely was the no thank you girl. I'm good. Mm-hmm. No. Hi, how are you? But no. Wrong number. I was that girl. <laughs> um mm-hmm. and it it is very scary situations on the news or you know, spreading where a woman has lost her life because of a man, or she's been jumped, or she's been beaten, or she's been followed, you know, and stalked or whatever. It is very scary about awareness for our 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 male listeners, um, not only for themselves but for boys, but this is an awareness for us to be um so green. You mm-hmm. know, not not we don't want to have their walls up and be immediately defensive, but be aware. Be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of the energy in the room or wherever you are when this is happening, when you're being approached. Um, look, you know, pay attention. Look around. If you're out with y'all, have, you know, whatever you got to do, we need to be doing it to make sure we're protecting ourselves but we're protecting our friends as well. Um, because it, it is, it's getting really, really yeah. scary. And I think it's more than we would really like it to be. And, you know, so, and, you know, I say that to say, I'm sure people are saying, well, that's just one case. But one case that takes there, one case there continues to add up. 
to a whole lot. And I, I just wonder how we got to this point where you can't accept a no without it being a hit to your ego to the point where you feel like you have to be emotionally or physically abusive or someone because they told you no. Like, have you never been told no before? What is that thought process? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I thank God, to my knowledge, I had a lot of male friends too. To my knowledge, that's not how they behave. You know, they've not behaved like that in front of me. Um, and my male friends tend to think I'm one of their home. They wouldn't alter their behavior just because I'm around. You know what I mean? So I don't know what that looks like, you know, mm-hmm. to have somebody in my life that behaves that way. So I don't know where that thought process comes from that is okay or, you know, not even okay. You don't even think twice about endangering that you were just trying to get. Like, I just, it doesn't connect for me. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Right. What triggers the switch from being a level right. of interest to a level of rage? There's no natural progression from from no to rage. Like something's wrong and off kilter from from the start. There's no justification, none. And maybe we went wrong with giving too many people participation awards. Like. Everybody don't need an award. I just don't not participate. Not participation award. <laughs> My team is hot enough for this. No. Where else did it come from? I mean, I, growing up with a brother, my mom always told him no means no. No means no. In your relationships, did you ever experience it? Experience what? Seeing their ego display when, when you had to reject them. Because, I mean, it comes out in different ways. I think because we, we talk about giving them passes but have we also given passes in our relationships where we've allowed them to to not accept our no and so then when they're free and they're so accustomed to people being appeasing to them and by no offense am i having this dialogue to agree with their behaviors i'm just really it made me think about like well dang in my relationships have i allowed rejection or my no to be accepted i'm trying to think of a I said no. I can't in my recall a time where I rejected something or said no turned crazy on me. I can't mm-hmm. recall that. I can't. Not in a coherent space. I mean, you say people did take them a while to understand. Yeah. What the fuck? You say no to high no, people, they, but, they don't know what you you're know, saying. So, yeah. To say no to certain things. That's for my own game. I will say, and I'll be com- <laughs> <laughs> I will be completely honest, and I will say that I did experience it in a relationship where my no turned into a stop. But if he, y'all were, like, in a like, relationship, or this really? is just someone you knew? No, I was once in a relationship with this person and then I saw things in the in the relationship that didn't make me feel comfortable and I decided gotcha. to remove myself and he didn't want me to. And it turned into a stalker situation. And I luckily I had someone with me to witness it play out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it's 
it just made me think about it. And luckily that was years ago. Thankfully, this person has no idea where I live now. But yeah, just did not want to accept the no and saw me in the middle of a neighborhood and did a complete U-turn in traffic to get to me. So, I mean, I I think the, the broader topic is also like, how is rejection displayed amongst our relationships as well? Um, Because, yeah, the bruising of the ego is real. And for some reason, I really just think mm-hmm. that it also comes with a sense of entitlement. How dare you not want to tell me yes? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to think. I, I feel like so, yeah. one of the last relationships definitely teetered on the line. I'm not, well, topic topic on your phone. I'm not doing that to you, so don't do that to me. Don't, I don't like to, for tabs to be kept on me like that. Don't, that's the quickest way to push me to get away. Don't do that. Yeah. So, like, mine, I think he definitely felt rejected in a way, or there was a level of insecurity that started to feel unsafe. So, it was checking my cell phone while I'm asleep. Like one day he accidentally texted my parents or no, I wouldn't say he accidentally texted my parents. He accidentally called my parents and my mom texted and he responded. So my parents were highly upset about that. They were concerned for my safety. But then there was other things of popping up when he's supposed to be out of town for work. He popped up a few times. The icing on the cake was him calculating how many minutes that we had talked to each other since I came home stateside for the summer. Like he sat down and averaged the number of minutes that we had talked. What are you doing? So that to me felt unsafe. The fact that you have that much time to sit there and do that, like what else are you plotting, sir? What else are you plotting? When people start calculating stuff like, like that, that, I'm like, you a killer. You a serial killer. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Have you ever felt like in reverse? I know we're talking about dudes, but have you ever felt like in reverse you didn't accept rejection well? <laughs> and you showed your ass? Because <laughs> I just put it out. That's why you said it. <laughs> Hmm. I I internalize rejection, so I'm not gonna act a fool on you, but I'm a fool away. Okay, what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's me too. But you're not gonna let it out. You're not gonna let it out on that person. You just gonna you gonna analyze it. I'm not gonna analyze. I don't know if it's analyzing it, but I'm not gonna take it out on them. I mean, cause shit, mm-hmm. they want what they want. They don't want what they don't want. It is what it is, you know. It's a thing. I slid in a couple of DMs. <laughs> oh, you did. Is it right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Shooting a few. Come shots. on, talk about shooting your shot. You been shooting your shot this whole time. This is before you know sliding in the DMs. I slid in a couple of DMs. One dude was involved. I didn't know because there was no evidence, you know. He was a little old. 
<laughs> the other person was just like long distance with his team. We still friends. It ain't no, mm-hmm. it is what it is. I'll be transparent. When I was younger, I used to internalize projection and figure out, well, what was wrong with me? I think, I I won't say we've all done that, but I think most of us have done that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's abnormal. Yeah. Now, when rejection happens, I'd be like, oh, Lord, this must be a blessing. You must know something I don't know because well, I think my, of course, I didn't always have this thought process, but I came into this thought process. And I think the approach everybody should have is I'm not for everybody and everybody ain't for me. Right. And that's okay. Like, you don't have to be in a relationship with every person yeah. you come across. <laughs> you know, everybody ain't for everybody. And that's just okay. So if it doesn't work out, there's obviously a reason it didn't work out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that goes for both males and females. So if you approach it that way, you know, you just be like, oh, it is what it is. Move on, go on back to your own business. Mm-hmm. If you grown for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really wish we had a dude on this episode because I really want to know what be going on in their mind. Is it the is this the fact that the situation is no longer in your control? Is it a control thing? Is it like an ego thing? We might have to do a part two and get some folks on here right. to chit chat about it. I really do want to know because I I want to know like why is the dynamic yeah. sometimes so freaking challenging? Because y'all already know I feel like dating is the ghetto. It is the ghetto. It is the ghetto. I also want to know like. So what can we do to prevent or rectify this type of reaction or this this dialogue that comes about when they're rejected, this dynamic? Like, what do we need to do to prevent, like, do we need to start at kids and teach these little boys that, like, no means no, and it's okay if someone tells you no, you don't get to act out because mm-hmm. you didn't get your way, like, and, and women too you know like do we start how how do we reverse this well i definitely do it with my niece and my nephews she'll be quick to tell you no and i don't try to persuade her to to think any differently or say anything differently but there has been a few times where you know my nephew would not be happy with her response and i'm like you you just have to be okay with it if it's something as simple as wanting to play with the toy if she says no well maybe can I see it when you're done just learning to have different type of dialogues around the no no means no obviously it's different in the relationship these conversations yeah. definitely build on each other eventually yeah. at some point yeah I just yeah it's different in a relationship but that like we said earlier that sense yeah. of entitlement Mm. is that person whether they're in a relationship or not there's a sense of entitlement Mm. there that really needs to be rectified and broke down Mm. Um, 
So because of this, do you think now we we are in an age where we're no longer confident in expressing the no? I think a lot of uh, things come out, talk about where women have been killed or beaten or whatever. A lot of under it comments or whatever is women telling their stories about how they're scared to say no. So yeah, I do think it is a situation where women aren't comfortable saying no or, or not giving their number or, you know what I'm saying? Like it is getting to that point where I don't think it's obviously everybody, but I do think we, we have that thought in the back of our mind. If I mm-hmm. tell him no, what's going to happen? Especially if it's somebody you don't, if it's somebody you're just meeting, you don't know that person. You don't know how they're going to react. You don't know, you know, hesitant to say no you're hesitant to not give the right number because i'm gonna tell you what men do now when they ask you for your number and you give them the number they call or text you right there in your face to make sure it's the right number yes they do and they're like okay this is me that's me and they point right to your phone like, save my number sir did you just touch touch my phone sir i see you i see you calling we women are kind of fearful in that way of what's going to happen if I tell him I'm not interested. And, you know, the conversation telling somebody you're not interested, you have to think about that too. Because if you just let out say no, then are they going to perceive it as an attitude? Are they going to perceive it as me coming at them wrong? Or you have to figure out how you're going to say no or how you're going to say you're not interested. Like it's a real thing. And I don't think it's something you'll understand unless you've either experienced it yourself or witnessed it. Yeah, it's definitely one of those double-edged swords because it's at 36. I know how old I am today. You're coming more into yourself and you're feeling comfortable advocating for yourself and saying, no, I can't attend this party. No, I don't have time for this. No, whatever, whatever. But then when it comes to a male approaching you, like can I have your number or no, I have a boyfriend, but you ain't married. Yeah. You got to literally have this whole right. narrative in your um, head before it even happens yeah. to play it so, out. And yeah. yeah. It's, it's just one of those things where, you know, I, I do feel comfortable saying no to a certain extent. How will people react? I'd had a guy in, where was I? Home Depot. Supposedly a manager in street clothes. I don't know who you are. I'm not. No. I, no. That don't make me feel safe because you a manager here. No. No, you can't have my number. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. Like, I can't just go out, be me. And then I hate when people start no. saying, well, you shouldn't dress this is a whole nother topic and I'm not going to even dive into too deep but then there's this whole other narrative about well you need to present yourself Don't I don't need a man to tell me how I need to present myself so that I won't be approached no so be a better man like, that part dressing a particular way is not an invitation to you right I can have on sweatpants and a bunny and I still may get approached. You know what I'm and saying? And I'll, I'll say it's, this while we're talking about, you know, just kind of the or, you know, the apprehensions we have about men approaching us. And I'm sure men have experienced this too, but I'm speaking from a woman's perspective. Y'all got to stop touching people that didn't invite you to touch them. Mm-hmm. 
please. Thank you. Don't touch me. I don't know you. All that grabbing and put don't right. do that. Cause then now you mad when I get an exactly. attitude. Don't do that. Right. Tell your homeboys don't do that. Tell your son, your brother, your nephew, your uncle, your nasty ass old uncle. <laughs> Some Not of these nasty. Uncles be a little tricky. Trust me. <laughs> that be a little tricky. Like, don't y'all stop. Don't do that. And you know, if you a female yeah. or a woman, I guess people don't like being called females, you know, I'm a little old school. If you a woman and you doing that, stop. Stop doing that. Unless somebody gives you consent or permission to touch them, stop touching people. That's it, that's all. It's all just, you know, way more respectful than we have been or what we're seeing. It's a res it's, it has a lot to do with respect as well. Like, let's all respect each other way more. Than what we're doing, we can we can all do a whole lot better. But this violence for saying no or not being interested has got to stop. Yeah, that's why I keep pepper spray. That's why I'm getting. Let me tell you something about these hands. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> Listen here, <laughs> <Mike> Tyson. <laughs> I'm going to go down swinging. Be clear. My mama always told me sometimes you can't fight everybody fair. That's not how my mama was. Especially because she was little. She was like, I couldn't fight fair. I'm too little. Let me just, you, my grandma. What's your grandma say now? <laughs> Girl, I would never forget mm -hmm. this little boy in the neighborhood kept, mm -hmm. kept messing with me. And I told my granny, I was like, I'm so sick of him. I don't know how many times I fought this little boy. Baby, I don't know where she got this pipe from. And I got off that school bus one day and ran up on her porch. And she saw him chasing me. And she met me at the door with that pipe. pipe. And, and handed me that pipe and said, go and get it. But that, Baby, I chased that thing all the way to the back of the projects. He ain't messing oh, me no more. Oh, Lord. <laughs> His name was Sean, wherever he may be. Hey, Sean. Lord have mercy. He ain't messing me no more. I'm sick of you, y'all. Just so. I don't know. It's, a, it's to the point now where... For me and my friends, like we pin each other's locations. We be taking pictures of folks. I be taking pictures of folks and sending to my friends. Like this, the this the person I'm out with. Just in case they think I'm over here sending a message, I done got a picture of you. Okay, mm -hmm. it's in my phone. It's out to the peoples. Nothing wrong with like, because you just never know. You just never know because then you get people that they put on their representative, right? They come across. Real nice and polite, and then the minute something don't start not going their way, it gets the ship. And you know what? That goes back to you know this not just being approached by new people, but people you're either in relationship with or trying or or seeing if it could turn into a relationship. Like if you 
If you done swiped on somebody, y'all done swiped on each other and y'all chit-chatting and talking. That's another reason why the first time I meet you in person will not be at my house or yours. It's a no. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. I don't know you. I don't know you. Because we, if we in the confines of this house and it's just the two of us and something go down, who yeah. gonna know? To get away. You know? No, yep. we gonna meet in public. Neutral territory. Mm-mm. I don't trust you. Neutral ter- gotta have neutral territory. You gotta be somewhere where there's witnesses just in case. I don't care how good you talk with these thumbs and on the phone. It's a no, it's a no for me. Twiddle fingers. This or no. It's just it's just no. not smart it's not safe. I don't need to You don't need no wild words. Like mm-mm. none of it. Mm-mm. Not right off the bat. Mm-mm. Especially for me working from home. So most of my day is at home. You don't need to know where I stay just yet. I don't know you like that, sir. I can meet you somewhere though. Let's go. I didn't even focus on each other. Then we can figure figure <laughs> out from there if it's gonna be safe for either me to come to your home or you to come to mine. We'll figure that out later. We don't have to do that yeah. the first time we meet in person. But we just all gotta do that. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I'm about to go. Can somebody be like my matchmaker or like go ahead and just partner me up with somebody for me? You want to go on there that first sight? You want me to submit your name? Let me tell you why one of my friends told me I need to because they come into DC right. again. I said, listen here. Yes. I told my friend, I said, listen, I probably would let somebody set me up like that. I just don't like all this whole, I, you know, I'm not one of the people that need to be in front of. Yeah. The public, senior, in front of other people. Because, no, what's the other one? Ready to love. She was like, Tiffany, we're going to put you on ready to love. I said, wait a minute. And then in the house with a whole bunch of people, yeah. like, isn't it like real world for dating? Nephew Tommy. Yeah, it's on the own network. Yeah. Nephew Tommy. Yeah. First of all, I can't take him serious giving me no advice. Now, how am I through this? He gets on my nerves. Mm, no, I can't. We need to they be like Indian good. matchmakers. Hey, them people funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is, I need them to have another season of Indian matchmaker. That was, Man, what you say? I cannot wait for the next one to come through. That was a good one. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Go watch. Mm-hmm. It's real good too. They there was one out. lady on there I want to fight. I was like, don't match her with nobody. She don't deserve it. She, I know exactly who you're talking about. She was Ooh, so nasty. I couldn't stand her. He thought her See, shit. It's not always the men, y'all. It don't it be us too? <laughs> yeah, we get on our nerves for real. <laughs> yeah. We get on our nerves. Oh wait, no, we gonna be okay. We gonna be alright. Definitely gonna have to uh, run this one back and get some some men on here. Some means. Some means. 
Right. Why you arguing? Why you say? Cause I just realized that once again, I'm on this computer looking mm-hmm. at y'all, looking at me. We not together. I know. And we had plans on being together in a, a couple months, but it ain't looking like it's about to happen. It's all night. It's a little tricky outside. Like looking real suspect. Yeah. It's okay to say no to go outside. How about you? It's okay. I don't know, y'all. But Nequel, it is this one. Let me get off this podcast. So then I'm like, y'all, now y'all just talking to this bitch. Because I was about to go on a tangent. So yeah, we wait. So, so I won't bring y'all in on my tangent. I'm going to go ahead and close out this episode. And the lesson for today is. No mean no. What's the lesson for today again? Be respectful. It's okay for people to tell you no. And everybody ain't for everybody, which should make you more comfortable receiving and giving a no. Yeah, that's Nequel's three for the day. See, I had to go back because I was listening, but I left the classroom for a second. So I'm back. Y'all, we not fooling with her today. <laughs> I'm sorry. Bye, love y'all. I love you too, boo. Thank you. And until next time, people, be blessed. Bye. I always think about Tyler Perry when she say bye like that. I don't know.